Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit this is the soapbox champion podcast it's episode 38 you know it's tuesday it's always tuesday here it's june 28th and i'm your host craig delaney Hi guys, what's up? What are we doing? We okay? We all right? Uh, I hope you forgive my last episode. It was kind of cheating, but I explained what I did. I just wanted to get that all in one place and, and just be done talking about it for a while until something real happens. It gets done with it. You know, you understand. I hope you do. Uh, how are gas prices where you guys are at? Uh, Regular fuel around here right now is about four ninety five. Uh, it it's it's down recently from from uh, over five. Diesel still around five ninety nine. Ridiculous, I guess. Uh, get used to it. Everyone is talking about it and complaining about it, but absolutely no one has made a move to do anything about it. You know, there's Biden still talking about his uh his gas tax holiday or whatever he's calling it. Whatever, whatever. Whatever that saves us money in our pocket, but we lose that money in in our in our our, our tax funds, our our pool of tax. That's our money too. That gets that's supposed to get spent on stuff for us, but uh, you know, it's just robbing Peter to play Paul or whatever one of those things is. That it's nothing. It's nothing. It'll be nothing. What was he talking about? Three weeks or something or three days? Whatever it was, it was nothing. It doesn't matter if he does it or not. No one's going to do anything differently if he forgives that gas tax for an amount of time. I just, I just know. It's nothing. It's just to say, hey, look, I did something, you know? Okay. It's Putin's fault, remember? It's always Putin's fault right now. Uh, Biden loves to blame Putin. How many times have we heard him refer to Putin's price hike, which is absolutely ludicrous as it just, it's not, it's an, it doesn't exist. That's not, it's just a thing he says to divert blame in 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 everything in uh, voter remorse maybe you know but he but he loves to blame him we thought all these these sanctions on russia uh, were actually going to make a difference right didn't we we all did i did the russian ruble tanked the first week uh back in march but has rebounded now only 3 months later to higher than it was a year ago you don't hear that much on the news, do you? The left blames high gas prices on record profits of big oil companies. Uh, they refuse to look any further than that. I've seen that in real life. I've argued in real life about it, and I see it everywhere online. You know, uh, rec- uh, profits of the oil companies are record high. That's why the gas is so high. Okay, well, yeah, they are profitable. Of course they're profitable. They aren't a charity. They never claim to be. They exist to make someone money. But to say that that uh, that's the reason is literally an ignorant thing to say. Oil companies have shareholders, you know, and shareholders have to be kept happy. 
in order to keep the company running smoothly or maybe keep it afloat, however you want to say that, uh, you know, the only way to make shareholders happy is give them dividends, Spends lot, spend lots of money on dividends, especially at times like these, to temporarily keep them happy. Uh, now, you will hear the left yelling about how Biden issued thousands of permits to drill, but the oil companies just won't do it. Okay, that's again, that's an ignorant thing to argue. It's it's like you're saying, well, they just don't want to make money. You know, now it sounds dumb, right? No, I'm 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 sure they have used the permits, but not every permit yields oil. Not every permit is used to drill and strike oil, right? It's not. And the and the Biden administration has blacked out large areas of public oil-rich land to be available for new drilling. So oil companies know where the oil's at. They're not going to waste their permits on on areas where they know it's not. And Biden has blacked out oil-rich areas. So just think about that, right? Of course they want to make money. Of course they want to use them permits to to drill where the oil's at. It's not 100% guesswork. They've done the research. They know where it's at. It's just on public land, and Biden says no. So, yeah, why would they? Why would they use those permits? They'd just be wasting them. That would be stupid, much like that argument, okay? Uh, 80% less acreage, actually. That's what the Department of Interior had originally uh, evaluated for uh, leasing at this time. Biden also raised royalty rates on new leases from 12.5% to 18.75%. On top of that, from a Bloomberg article, executives of both ConocoPhillips and Occidental Petroleum Corp. have cited rising costs of piping, trucks, and labor as obstacles to a ramp-up in oil production. Of course, oil companies, while their dollar signs have, have more digits after them, they still suffer from the cost of piping, cost of material, labor, uh, trucks, shipping, you know, all that, all that. They suffer from that too, right? Again, they need to stay profitable in order to stay in business. So all these issues while getting zero help from the government. The United States was almost completely oil independent a couple of years ago, and we could be well on our way to getting away from oil altogether. But everyone stays completely reliant on oil because no one will be serious about alternative energy. Even though it's become uh, quite trendy to be anti-oil, no one will be serious about alternatives. All this is an argument for using alternative energy sources. All this, all this, all this, this, times like these are an argument for uh, oil getting away from oil independence altogether and finding alternative energy. Uh, even though it's trendy, nothing happens. All this, it's, it's all an energy, all an energy argument, but it's all oil-centric, right? You, you've seen the signs, probably. No solar, no wind farms. I've, I've seen those in my area, like signs that people have put out in their yards that say just that. No solar, no wind farms. We don't want it. It's ugly. It'll kill one bird every six months. Whatever. Then stop griping about oil. Stop. I think, again, I've said this before. I'll always say it. 
nuclear would satisfy everyone, but society just refuses to get over the stigma, and no one is pushing hard for it. Plus, it would be years for nuclear to be profitable, and now I think we've waited too long. When will it make sense to convert to nuclear energy? I don't know. But I know we should have started years ago. Nuclear is carbon-free, has an extremely high power output, reliable, and nuclear power plants are a fraction of the size of traditional power plants. Since 1990, nuclear power plants have generated only 20% of the U.S.'s electricity. Then again, what reason would the U.S. war machine have to go flex on the rest of the world if they weren't so damn reliant on oil, you know? I mean, think about that. We, we, go, we go rough people up where the oil's at. I just wish Elon Musk would have been a nuclear energy hero instead of all the other things he has been successful in. That would have been one hell of a legacy. Uh, nothing, nothing on nuclear, not a peep. No one wants to entertain that at all, but they'll entertain uh, the, the January 6th hearings to no end, to no end. It only took two days before they were postponed due to production challenges. Production. Just present the facts. To me, production implies that some parts were produced or made up, just like Hollywood does. Uh, I wonder if Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was brought in to lie about, about hiding from the insurrection again for the hearing. I'm going to be the bad guy. I know you are. And even with all the Hollywood production and doctored audio, they were still so boring and a waste of taxpayers' money. Remember. The government has no money of its own. It's yours. CBS stopped airing it. It was so boring. There can't be anyone left who truly thinks that an insurrection took place that day. I know. I know. If you're a Democrat, you are required to say you believe it was an insurrection. But you know it wasn't. If you take the politics out of it, and were able to see what happened with no other information, there is no way you would say that that was an insurrection. Speaking of insurrection, what's Trump been up to? You guys miss him? Not not like those stupid signs, you miss me yet? It's Trump, not that crap. I miss him being all over TV, man. I miss him. I miss him getting smart with everyone and and uh, and pushing back at the old school politics and their ways. I miss that. I miss the show. And, and also, we were better off during his term. You know that. You have to admit that. You just have to go look at it. You were better off. You may have been mad that you, that, you, know, that you, you fell for the orange man bad syndrome and you love to make fun of his hair, but you were better off. You were better off. If you put blinders on and you didn't know who was president, you didn't know it was Donald Trump, you all were better off. We all were. This country was. And we're headed in the right direction. Now we're just, we're rolling downhill. And we're blind. And we don't know which direction we're going. We don't even know. Can you imagine the next two years, you guys? We still have two more years of this administration. Look at the the shit show that the first two years have caused. And we got two more years? It's, It's almost frightening. But Trump, I watched, he had, a, there was a rally uh, in Illinois 
on Saturday early evening, I believe it was. Someone texted me, said it was live on YouTube. I was doing other stuff, but I put it on and listened in the background, and I'm glad I did. I, I really uh, say what you what you want to about his hair or spray tan. The guy knows what to say at a rally, and he delivers. He did deliver during his term. Whether you agree with what he got done or not, the man did deliver. That's more than you can say about most politicians. It was all very common sense solutions and putting America first. And the same was was the uh, the theme of the, the rally. That was the feeling of the rally on Saturday. Common sense solutions to common sense stuff and, and putting America first. He's still on board with that. Uh, the crowd was fired up and so was he. He spoke about something interesting that I remember hearing about uh, when he mentioned it, when he was president, and I totally forgot about it. He spoke about uh, Air Force One. Do you remember this story? It never, it was a story for, for a day or so, a couple years ago, uh, but then everyone forgot about it. But during his term in 2018, aircraft manufacturer Boeing was due to start talking about manufacturing two new Air Force Ones, you know, the presidential aircraft. Trump claimed that their asking price was too high, and he insisted and negotiated down by a little over $1 billion. The fixed cost contract ends up being $4 billion for two planes. Sounds a little high to me, but I don't know, uh, considering how specialized they are and how unique. And, you know, uh, it may be $4 billion. That might be realistic. And you know there's fluff. You know, there's headroom in that bid. They are a contractor, just like anything else, like building a garage or anything. Uh, but now Boeing is claiming a net loss of $1.2 billion for the first quarter of 2022, with $660 million associated with delays and higher costs for the Air Force One program. I believe that. They are blaming the deal and have hinted at negotiating the contract with the Biden administration. I think that's just a look at how things have changed since Biden took office. That was just in 2018, less than four years ago, when they stuck struck the deal and, and look at how much more everything costs now. Now they want to go renegotiate with the Biden admin. I bet if they do, Biden will just give it to him. He will. He will. Our, our money is just a big bucket, and Biden reaches in and throws fistfuls, fistfuls of it out of the window all the time, it seems. Even, even every chance he's given, especially if it spites Trump. And I hate that in politics. And that's that's the dangerous reality we are in right now. Spite over common sense. Hate over responsibility. And that is what's happening. Uh, speaking of Biden, he was one of seven leaders uh, uh, who met in Germany for the G7 summit on Sunday, back on uh, June 6th, and pledged to raise $600 billion to improve trade infrastructure in developing countries. That was a direct counter to China's Belt and Road Initiative. It's, you know, it's something, you guys, okay? But China announced its project in 2013. From Wikipedia, Chinese president, he originally announced the strategy as the Silk Road Economic Belt during an official visit to Kazakhstan in September of 2013. Belt is short for Silk Road Economic Belt, referring to the proposed overland routes for road and rail transportation through 
landlocked Central Asia along the famed historical trade routes of the Western regions, whereas road is short for the 21st century maritime Silk Road, referring to the Indo-Pacific Sea routes through Southeast Asia to South Asia, the Middle East, and Africa. Example of Belt and Road Initiative infrastructure investments include ports, skyscrapers, railroads, roads, bridges, airports, dams, coal-fired power stations, and railroad tunnels. As of March of this year, 146 countries were listed as having signed up to be part of the Belt and Road Initiative meaning these countries have accepted the infrastructure aid from China and in return will pledge to trade with China and essentially be indebted to them. The initiative is believed by some analysts to be a way to extend Chinese economic and political influence. Gee, you think so? Moscow has been an early partner of China, and Russia and China now have altogether 150 common projects, including natural gas pipelines and the Polar Silk Road. President Biden said that, quote, our nation and the world stand at a genuine inflection point in our history, end quote, and added that the choices made in developing countries today would, would, uh, would gird them against future shocks from climate change and pandemics and prepare them for the digital age. The G7 leaders relaunched the newly renamed Partnership for Global infrastructure and investment. This is not really breaking news other than the G7 announcement, but seeing this all over the weekend made me think. Russia is at war and under heavy sanctions, right? But Putin has managed to get the ruble back up above where it was before all this. China's under some sanctions too. Out loud, at least. Many have slowed trade with them because their aid to Russian and, and, and the Chinese president has the biggest trade and infrastructure project that maybe the world has ever seen. But here we are, more divided as a country than ever over every issue. Our quote-unquote leaders are using child murder as talking points ramping up to elections. Inflation, shrinkflation, food shortage, formula shortage, an almost non-existent border, record high unemployment, abortion rights, and Biden fell off a bike. That's where we are right now. Are we a joke to the rest of the world right now? Remember, Canada used us as an example of what you don't want to become recently. It's time for a change. Are we up for two more years of this? When does it stop? How does it stop? Where does this put us two years from now? I hate to think about it. We feel helpless during all this because the system is failing. Our elected officials aren't working for us, but we sure are paying them. Integrity is missing. Honesty is missing. Accountability is missing. We're becoming what we thought the rest of the world was. What made us different is missing. Can we find that again in, in our lifetime? The further we go down this road, the longer a trip it will be to return, and our kids are on this road right now too. 
Some people are becoming desperate for basic needs. I'm not talking about having an internet or air conditioning. I'm talking about real needs like baby formula, water, and toilet paper. Now we're nearing a boiling point over the overturning of Roe versus Wade. There's so much misinformation about it being spread online, you guys. Protesters claim they can't get an abortion. You can. Maybe just not in your state. So move. Support the state that supports your wants and needs. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. That's how this system works. I saw a protest sign on Reddit, true story, that read, quote, I miscarried last week and hesitated to seek care. F you, SCOTUS. Okay. I made the mistake and commented. I wouldn't be in a smart ass, as that's usually my default, but this time I was not. And I asked, quote, but why did she hesitate to seek care? That has nothing to do with anything, right? End quote. That launched off uh, attacks after attack on me. I got called every name I've ever heard of and three more. Only one person answered like a real adult. And, but all they had to say was, quote, because she would have been charged with murder. There are actually people who think women are being charged with murder if they miscarry and the hospital thinks it was intentional. So. I didn't even respond to that, but I got to work online and did my research. I looked and I looked and I looked up until last night for a single case of this. Then I found one. Crap, I thought. It's true. But actually, it wasn't the case. A woman several years ago, while Roe versus Wade was still active, by the way, was charged with homicide after miscarrying. Because she did so much crystal meth at one time that it caused the miscarry. They charged her in the same way as if you were, if you, if your intentions were just to go rob a store, but end up killing someone, uh, you know, accidentally killing someone. That's what that case was. So there are hundreds, if not thousands of people that think that women will be uh, charged with murder if they go to the hospital after miscarrying. Where did they get this information? Where? Where? How? How can they be so vocal about this ruling, but be so misinformed and so ignorant about it all? How? How? How is that possible at the same time? Who are these people that drop what they're doing, create signs, and go and go and go protest this shit for days and days? But they're they're so misinformed. You guys think for yourself keep grounded in reality you may not like your reality but reality is just that reality find it stay grounded in it do your research the system is broken the united states is broken right now we have to fix it 
and I don't want to wait two more years. Uh, talk about going to do research. There's one, one tool that you're not going to be able to do that research on. Uh, something's came to an end that has been around for, I think, 27 years, almost 27 years, and it's going away. It's Microsoft's Internet Explorer. It's dead. As of June 15th, Microsoft officially killed the web browser. That was, that was after almost 27 years. They no longer offer support for it, and new versions of Windows don't even include a version of it. According to The Verge online, Internet Explorer has less than half a percent of the overall browser market share. If you still have it, you can continue sorry, you can continue to use it for a while, but Microsoft will prompt you to migrate over to their new browser, Microsoft Edge. Edge is good, you guys. It it it's really good, actually. It can be uh it can be in your face with information if you choose, or you can choose to make it very minimalistic. Uh, it's been available since 2015, but just recently reached its final form, I think. Uh, I used it for about a year just to test drive it and just to know what it was about. Uh, I liked it. I liked it very much. I have it on my machine now, but I choose to use Google Chrome as almost everything I do is in the Google uh, ecosystem. And all those things are are smoothly integrated into Google Chrome. So it's just easier for me to do. It has nothing to do with me not liking Microsoft Edge. I like it very much, but Google just works best for me. Uh, So Microsoft Edge, that is on machines. That's on new machines for sure. It's been available since 2015. Uh, Try it. Try it. It's an easy migration. Uh, It's very familiar. It's very nice. It's sleek. Uh, it's just a good browser. It really is. It really is. It's really a good browser. Uh, I, I almost wish I could use it. Really, there's many things I like a lot about it. But like I said, the Google integration into Chrome is why uh, I choose to use Chrome. That's the only reason why. But it still made me sad that Internet Explorer was retired. Uh, Internet Explorer was synonymous, like with PCs to me, like. I don't know. It just became such a staple thing in computers. Uh, it's a little bit sad. Uh, let's get unsad, maybe. Maybe not all of us. Um, here we are. We're at uh, kind of like dessert already. It's sugar. We're at sugar already. I have a very different sugar topic for the podcast today. I'm going to talk about something weird to the podcast, but it's not weird to me. I'm going to talk about a gun holster and I'm going to talk about the one that's for my everyday carry weapon. Uh, that is the Sig Sauer P365. It's right here. Actually, uh, bad juju. If you don't do this online, mag out, clear it. Nothing's in there. We're good. Uh, that's my everyday carry. I put this on me when I leave, right? Micro compact, look at this. I can almost cover this thing. Like look at this. micro compact. Sweet little gun. Sweet little gun. Uh I have it because this pistol is super tiny and it absolutely disappears on me when I carry, right? But 
after you carry so long, you notice different things and you start to get picky. Maybe, maybe what I'm going to, maybe the reason I'm doing the sugar is not that picky. It's not picky, really. It's just a obstacle I needed to get around. Okay. Uh, I, I lucked out with this pistol because I found something I was very happy with. It, it isn't, it, it isn't this. This, this is the holster that, that came with the weapon. Yeah, you can see that, can't you? It's fine. Whatever. That's fine. Hey, this is very visual, you guys, by the way. This is why I suggest you check out my podcast on YouTube. Subscribe to my uh, YouTube because any visual thing is for YouTube. I try to be descriptive as possible so it all translates to audio only because I'm not, I am thinking about that. But this is a very visual thing. So, anyway, back to it. Uh, I didn't even give this a chance. Actually, uh, I don't look, it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. But I don't, I don't want moving parts. I don't want moving parts on a holster. I just don't. I just don't. And they've somehow managed to put two hinges. And this might be common in some, some, uh, hard holsters like this. But I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I I didn't even give that a chance. Actually, I didn't. I didn't. It's a good size. If they took the hinges away and did something with it, it's got. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about what it's got here in a second. It it rolls. I got a little script here going. But uh, I I didn't give it a chance just because of the moving parts. I don't want moving parts in my holster. So on this little holster, they managed to put those hinges on there, and it's not for me. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'm never gonna use that. Plus. It's lacking something that I found that I needed this summer, which is the reason I'm doing this right now. More on that in a minute. Also, here are a couple of requirements for me when it comes to the holster. I don't know about anyone else, and I'm not trying to talk anyone uh, into anything. I'm just talking about me. The first requirement, and I think this one's pretty universal, uh, is the holster must completely cover the trigger, right? When it's on you. You want that thing to completely cover the trigger. And this does. This does. It meets it. I can't. Even if I wanted to, I can't get him in that trigger. That's great. That's what I want for obvious reasons. But, uh, you know, so it doesn't get hung up on clothing or whatever. Or whatever. It's, it's obvious. It's a no-brainer why you want a trigger cover. That's it. Okay. The second requirement is something called positive retention. And that simply means the weapon does not just rest in the holster. Listen. Did you hear that? That's retention. It's actually held by the design of the holster. This is achieved by part of the holster ending up being sort of pinched in and held uh, on either side of the trigger guard while it's resting in the holter, a holster. That means it will not fall out of the holster and that you must put forth a little effort to draw the gun. And with adjustable uh, retention, that force can be adjusted by you. So this one, it, it has it has adjustable retention with, done by this little screw here. I'm done showing this one. Never gave it a chance. Uh, so two requirements. I found this little guy 
as soon as soon as I got this weapon, I knew that I didn't want what it came with. And I went online. I knew what I wanted. I wanted something very minimal. Uh, and I found this is wild. I love this thing. I love this thing. It's the Q series. This, you guys, this is a holster. The Q series stealth holster. Now, you're like, that's not a holster, dude. That's just a little piece of plastic. Okay. Believe it or not, this thing also meets my requirements. Covers the trigger. Click. Positive retention. That's it. And adjustable by these two screws. And it has a clip. Do you see this metal clip? Metal, by the way. That's what you want. Look how minimal that is. But it does everything you want a holster to do. Trigger coverage. Adjustable retention. It's amazing. I thought when I saw this thing online, I researched the hell out of everything. And it got great reviews. And it seemed too good to be true. I went with it. I've been carrying, I've been rocking this thing for over a year. And it's freaking amazing. It's amazing. It adds almost nothing to the weapon. The clip. That's it. This is all inside the waistband carry, by the way. Nothing. It adds nothing and does everything I want. Right? So fast forward to this this summer. Okay. Uh also, note. It's so minimal that I actually I carry with the extended magazine that extends the magazine maybe maybe a half inch maybe maybe not though with all other holsters the holsters add bulk and then you add this on top of it and that adds up to something that's that's not very concealable but this allows me to do that uh, uh this past winter I was uh, playing outside in the woods and riding side by sides with my dad brother and uh, several friends. We stopped to stretch and talk, and I managed to walk over to a half-frozen mud embankment, and I busted my butt, and I slid a couple feet down. I hit the ground right on my gun holster hard. It didn't budge. It wasn't an issue, and I didn't really think about it until that evening when I took it off, and the clip was packed with mud as it had actually hit the ground with all of my weight on it, and it scraped down the embankment. I sprayed that mud off and I wore that thing the next day. It didn't harm the holster or the clip. And my weapon did not fall out. And of course, it did not discharge after that. So if I wasn't sold before then, I was definitely sold after that day. Right. So I never really worried about how it functioned. Uh, but that incident proved it, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. So, OK, now what? What's what's the problem, Craig, you say? Well, there was no problem until the last few weeks. During this time, temperatures were in the high 90s and the feel-like temps were over 100 degrees around here. Well, this holster, being so minimalistic, uh, sits the gun right against your skin. Not much, but enough to wear on the hottest days sweat was on the slide when I took it off at the end of the day. Moisture and weapons are not a good combo, especially if you take care of your things. So I needed to find a solution for the hot months while being kind of picky like I am. I think I did it. I think I did it. I I saw an ad is how I saw this thing. 
But then I researched and researched and researched like I do. Then I found this. This. It looks it looks big, doesn't it? It's not big. I'm just holding it close. Uh, this is the Comfort Flex Deluxe by Versacary. I looked at a lot of options. You know, every manufacturer has, you know, several different options for every model gun. But, but a review I looked at for this one mentioned the gun on skin sweat issue. So I ordered this one. It's rigid. It's polymer wrapped in leather. Guards the trigger, of course, and has adjustable retention. Where it won me over was this section right here. You can really tell what I'm talking about, too. You can still still see. You know what I mean. Look how it's still minimal, but it does everything. It allows the holster to be quite minimalistic, but they thoughtfully added this part right here to put between your skin and your weapon. From Versacary website, on the back is a closed cell foam padding stitched to the leather that provides outstanding comfort and acts as a sweat barrier between the leather and your skin. That's just smart design, you guys. And that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, it's comfortable. It still hides really well. You know, inside, waistband. It's still minimalistic. Has super strong metal clip. That's a must. Covers the trigger, of course. Has retention. It's not just a loose leather uh, holster. It actually has retention in there. Because it's polymer wrap. You feel it. And you can adjust the tension. Right there. That's it. it. It meets everything. I've worked on a few super hot days. And I like it a lot. It may become my new everyday driver. I'll let you know in the future how it holds up. And if I continue to use it. When the weather gets cooler, uh, I'll definitely keep it. I'll definitely wear it on hot days. I might switch back to that Q series in the winter months because just because it's so minimalistic and draws well, like you can draw. Uh, it's a little of a bear to get it back in without pinching yourself. If you were to draw this from inside the waistband and then no longer need your weapon and to put it back in while this is still on your waistband, you can get pinched. I've done it. I've done it, but I never draw my weapon. Why would I? Thank God I never had to draw my weapon. I just take it out when I get home. So that was never a real issue. But with this, but with this, that won't happen either, you know, because, because of this, this part, it's just, it's a really good design. It looks well. It feels good. It's sturdy. It's solid. And man, I just really lucked out again on this, I think. So that's it. I did a review, you guys. Can you believe that? Maybe I should do more reviews. I could. I got stuff to review. I'm set up to do a review. I should do it. I might. Might not. But I just did that one. But that was part of my sugar. Something that was off the beaten path. It's not politics. And it's not uh, failures of our of our society. You know. Which seems like all I talk about. Because it's so prevalent in the news. So. That's. That's going to do it. For this week's episode. Uh. Did you get anything out of this? Let me know. Leave a voicemail at 812-610-9005 or send an email to info.soapboxchampion at gmail.com. How did you find me? Where, where do you get your podcast? 
You can get this one anywhere you get podcasts. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you want the full experience, I suggest you check out my YouTube channel. Do it now. Do it today. Yeah, thanks, Biden. Uh, there are extra videos and there are a few playlists on my YouTube channel. I think that's where the real experience is, you guys. I keep saying that, but it's true. Uh, you should you should really check out my YouTube channel. Continue to take care of each other, you guys. Uh, even if we don't agree, we can still ca- take care of each other. You know, just because we don't all agree doesn't mean we're enemies. It never means that. So go out every day and be a decent human being. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.